who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can hello everyone welcome to episode 94 of the positively pro wrestling podcast i'm your host steve fountains and with me today special guest eric sanchez not a special guest you're a regular host just try yeah. to try to trick everybody how's it going today Going good. Yes. So this show is going to be kind of different. It might be a total disaster. It might not work, but we're going to give it a try anyway. If you want to follow us on Twitter, guys, please do. We're at PPW Podcast. We are Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify, or not Spotify, SoundCloud. Wherever you get your podcasts from, we'll feed right into your little app there on your phone or device, whatever you have. And if you want to leave us a review, if you're an iTunes user, go ahead and do that. It'll help us out a lot with more people finding the show. Support the show, whatamaneuver.net. Pick up a t-shirt. I have two t-shirt ideas that mm -hmm. are unrelated to the show, but I'll tell you about it later because I don't want anyone to steal it. Okay. I might have you make it. They're super simple, but I think they'll be funny, at least to like me. So <laughs> me and like six other people. Either way. <laughs> whatamaneuver.net, you can pick up our current designs and all that stuff. So Eric, how's it going today? It's going really good. Yeah? You got a busy day planned? So far, yeah. Yeah. I got this. I got a job interview. You got, got to uh, go to with my girlfriend to PetSmart for some dog training at 630. Dog training? I'll train your dog. Look you at will. my dog. She's plenty trained. <laughs> she doesn't run. You, you, you got your hands full here. She doesn't run. She doesn't. She well, listens. I think it's the breed. <laughs> what kind of, why? What kind of dog do you have that's going to run? It's she's a husky. A, she's a lab. Labs run like crazy. Oh, okay. It's a husky. You got a husky puppy? Since when? You got a puppy? <laughs> when did this happen? Like three weeks ago. I didn't know this. How did I know you didn't get a puppy? Don't you already have a dog? No. I mean, she already has a dog. Right. But we, we went to Morton Arboretum on dog day. Okay. And there were a bunch of uh, Siberian huskies there. We went. To, no, we went there to go see the dog sled, like whatever they do there. So I'm okay. like, all right, I'll go. So I went along with them, and I was expecting like the dog sleds to be like super like fast, like rawr, 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 like just hauling ass, yeah. right? And we get there, and they're just kind of trotting around like in a circle. I'm like, oh, this is pretty lame. Uh -huh. So then I'm like, maybe they're just warming up. <laughs> Twenty minutes later, they're still just trotting around. I'm like, this is dumb. In my head, I say that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was fun. But so then how, they had. How'd some, you end up with a dog? Let's uh, let's get there. I am getting there. Okay. So I went with her parents, and her mom was looking at the uh, rescue huskies that were there. She's like, we need to get a husky. We need to ha get a husky. But all the huskies they were looking at were older, mm -hmm. and they wouldn't get along with uh, Shadow, who's about a year right now, okay. a year old. So on the way home, she's like, well, we're going to stop at a pet store and get a husky. And we're like, no, you're <laughs> like all of us are saying no, but she, the mom is like, yeah, we're going to get one. So we stopped and got one. At a pet store? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> You know, you could have gotten like a rescue if you waited like a couple, like a few days or something, like a rescue yeah, puppy. Yeah, she's impatient. I mean, all of us said no because we already had, mm -hmm. you know, Shadow. So how's this puppy doing? She's doing good. What's the dog's name? Uh, Maya. Maya the, the Husky? Okay. Maya the Husky. Well, that's cool. You got yeah. a nice little dog. Mm -hmm. Hopefully it's another snowstorm for her to run around in. Yeah, and that's the other thing. They're, they're really snow dogs because Shadow's uh, half Husky, half um, uh, Samoyed. Okay. So, I mean, they they want to be outside. Yeah. But when I'm there and I just leave them outside, I play with them. You know, uh -huh. I, I watch them through the window sometimes. They just kind of lay in the snow. They play. They run around. And the mom is like, bring them in, bring them in. I'm like, they're they're having fun outside. Yeah. <laughs> you want them to, like, destroy your house? <laughs> All right. So this is not a dog podcast no, as not. much as we would like it to be. Yeah. Any wrestling-related stuff happening in the past week and a half or so? Uh, I've been getting some WCW Gloob figures. Just ordered. like randomly or just, is no, this I just a collection I, I decided to start? that I want to start it and 
there's some UK exclusives and so whatever, but there's yeah. like 12 main ones that I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I've, you know, I just been on this kick of like on Mercari and eBay where I kind of message sellers cause they have lots. I'm like, Hey, do you mind, you know, just selling the, uh, butch Reed out of this whole sets? And they'll reply. Yeah, sure. How much? Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not looking to spend any more than 10 bucks <laughs> cause they're, cause they're cheap. So I think yeah. I got a, I mean, I got them all fairly cheap. I got a Ric Flair. I got, um, the Z man, Tom Zink, I got mm-hmm. Pillman, Barry Windham and all of all the guys that I remember when I was, you know, growing up. Yeah. So a collection never ends. Yeah. So I had my last four come in and one set I had to buy like with another Sid Vicious. So I have two Art Andersons and two Sid Viciouses. So that's just how it shook out. So I'm like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of selling some of my loose elites just because I have doubles of some, like not necessarily the same figure, but the same guy. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I get like itch antsy sometimes. Like, eh, do we really need these? But at the same point, I'm like, what do I really need? Like ten bucks because that's what these. Some of these are worth loose and all that. So it just, yeah, it's a struggle. Constant. Yeah, struggle. that's a. Well, I put some stuff up for sale. I've been selling yeah. that stuff little by little, and yeah, seven to ten dollars is what I'm getting, which is fine. You yeah. know, just I mean, I, there. I just really don't want them. Yeah, I understand. I was thinking of selling all of my retros, my Mattel retros. Yeah, it's like they're cool, but I don't like. I don't have any like attachment to them anymore. I'm just like, yeah, they're not Hasbro's. They're they're not the same. I'm not going to sell Hasbro's, but my retros I might. So we'll see. Yeah. That's all. Uh, but again, most of these I got super cheap. I got for five bucks at like five below. So I'm like, <laughs> is it really worth selling? You know? And I don't know. Maybe I hold on well, a little bit longer. Well, maybe you can do customs or something out of it. Or I'm, not, I'm never going to do that. I'm not artistic. I'm not my life. Uh, also, I got, uh, so I don't, you probably don't remember this. Maybe you do, but we know the WrestleMania legacy, the WrestleMania, the box set, like the one through 13 VHS yeah. set that I have. The cool one over there with like the cool logo. You got from the Goodwill. No, no, I got that one. I've got that for a long time ago. Oh, okay. But the there was also one called WrestleMania Legacy. It was released like a couple years later, which was like the Attitude Era one. Mm-hmm. It's just it's the same box set, slightly different cover art, one through fourteen, and different, uh, like a different casing. And that's the one I actually used to have when I was a kid, because uh, my friend had the thirteen one. I was always jealous of it because it was cooler. So a long time ago, I sold it. And I don't know why, because I'm an idiot. And I recently decided I want it again. I don't really need it. And like people on eBay are selling like 40 bucks, 50 bucks. I'm like, ah, I don't want to spend that much money on it. And I was at a half price books and randomly they had yeah. it like VHS, but they wanted 40 bucks for it. And the box was kind of beat up. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to spend that much. So I pulled up my phone on eBay and some guy was selling it for 20 bucks. Buy it now. Free shipping. I'm like, buy. So I bought it. Yeah. So that's coming and I don't know where I'm going to put it. And I might sell, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting crazy with this stuff. Yeah. So that's my one big one of the things i think of is like if there's something i want or there's something that i've bought you know maybe i'll just sell this stuff and kind of pretend that that money's going towards that so even if i get three bucks or eight bucks for something i can kind of just pool it all together yeah so i've probably gotten i don't know eighty dollars for the stuff that i've sold so far yeah there's a lot of stuff that like i'm like i want to i want to like look into getting and all that but like my wife and i were, were talking yesterday like we're broke because like right for the past like two credit cards have been like christmas presents are like do yeah. like and all that so it's just like oh god we're so broke so we're paying this stuff off because mm-hmm. we're only really having like debt so i'm gonna pause on that for a while at least a while i do yeah. need everyone's help so in tampa for wrestlemania i'm going you gotta go fund me yeah uh i i'm meeting hogan i'm doing the hogan's beat shop thing i don't okay. i don't know what to have him sign so my options are i'm kicking around a few there's the wrestlemania six cover vhs with him and warrior WrestleMania three, him and Andre. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have the WrestleMania These seven posters or DVDs, or, VHSs. Okay, and I also have the WrestleMania seven program. I was thinking of having him sign that. Uh, I don't know. Those are my kind of. I was thinking WrestleMania seven VHS, but I don't think it'll look good because it's just you know, Hogan and Slaughter, which is what the program is. But the program could look mm-hmm. cooler framed, and I don't know. I was going to get one thing signed. Yes, I'm leaning toward. I don't want to pay an extra hundred bucks to get something else signed for the brother. I'm leaning towards getting the WrestleMania 3 tape sign because I used to rent that a lot and that's super mm-hmm. iconic like him and Andre it's a clamshell it's like a piece of paper so it, you could sign it with a sharpie and it's not going to run and still look good And sounds like it means the most to you 7 means the most to me but I don't want to get 7 signed I don't know I'm struggling go 3 you, you just gave all these reasons why it's so much easier you're probably right. Nicer. You're probably right. I probably will get three. Someone said to get this collector series VHS like store display side. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that either. But that would look almost like a 
fake signature. It would. It would. So we'll see. There's, there's, I still got time to decide, but Hogan's Beat Shop, hit me up on Twitter, PPW Podcast. Let me know what I should have Hulkster sign. Mm-hmm. Okay. This week's show, we're going to get into right now. Again, it may be a disaster. We'll see. So I wanted to do a show this week. Neither of us had time to go back and really research or watch something. So this is something I had in mind for a while. I'm like, yeah, this is a good week as any. Eric and I each have 20, 10 questions for each other, wrestling related. And it's nothing was off limits. It was general thing was wrestling related questions. Mm-hmm. And it's, you don't know what I'm going to ask you. I don't know what you're asking me. And we'll go from there. We'll build off the conversation. This will probably be a show for more for people that have listened for, to us for a while because they kind of know us a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if you're a new listener too, you might get a kick out of it because a lot of the same similar stories you have is growing up being a wrestling fan as we do. Okay. 10 questions. You want to go first? I'll go first. I'll ask you first. Okay. Okay. Number one. So the first question I have is, what is one wrestling-related regret that you have that could be missing out on an event, missing out on buying something? Mm. What's like one thing like, oh, I wish I did this or I missed out on that? Mm-mm-mm-mm. We need like the Jeopardy theme here for you, but... Or the model themes. Yeah. <laughs> That's like our, our question. Remember Collector Derek? Where are you at, Collector Derek, with those Q and A's? Do you have a Do you have a wrestling regret, like a show um, you missed, or anything like that? I think my regret would be more as I've gotten older that when I started to collect Mattels again, like I really wanted to wish. I wish I would have started earlier. Okay. Like to get the model Rick Martel to like get when that, they first came out. Like, yeah, and to, and to get like that, um, the Warrior. The, for WrestleMania yeah. seven or WrestleMania eight, seven, seven. Which one? I get, seven, had, and eight, so I get seven and eight confused. Yeah. WrestleMania seven. Yeah. The retirement match, the savage from that. I mean, there's so many ones that, you know, I kind of, and they were just everywhere hanging out and I we could have just grabbed, would you, want, would do you regret, you don't have it to sell or just, no, I just don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So your big regret is not getting, I could see that not getting those. Yeah. Like I got, I kind of got right on the tail end is when people started selling like the Legion of doom and demolition, you know, for like $40 for the pair. Yeah. And I'm, and I thought that was a lot cause they were loose. Mm-hmm. So I just bit the bullet and, you know, bought all of those. But now I look at them and I'm like, those are going for 70, 80, $100, depending on who's selling. Sure. Um, but I'm kind of glad when I started, but I wish I started sooner. That makes sense. There definitely is stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, like, specifically those original legends Mattels, like they were at target yeah. just warming the pegs like or like, or like dusty, dusty roads i look at. yeah and like stone cold i'm like yeah and i was like nah i don't need these but oh yeah that'd have been a good one so what's your uh question for me oh let's go to of all the wrestlemanias that you've been to which one was your favorite okay so for reference here i've been to wrestlemanias 23 through 30 i skipped 31 went to 32, skipped 33, went to 34, went to New York for 35, but didn't go to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So when you say, are you talking about like the actual event or the trip? Because those are two Everything. different questions. So they're all in. So your your trip, your experience there, the matches that you've seen, like which one sticks out in the, as your favorite? Yeah. Okay. I'd say... So, so there's, a, there's a few. So I, my usual default answer is 28 in Miami. Uh, just because it was such a good time, my friends went, uh, we got super drunk one night at a club and party. We went to the beach, went to the ocean. Mm-hmm. I swam in the ocean, <laughs> got to see the rock beat Cena. Uh, there's a funny story after that show. So after that show, like there was no cabs. Miami stadium was kind of in the middle of nowhere. Uh-huh. No cabs. We were literally out till 2 a.m. with like thousands of people. And we were just like, this is ridiculous. We couldn't believe how ridiculous it was for the cats. That's just kind of were a Were you just story. waiting or were you guys just walking around? Like- so at first we were wandering around because there was cabs kind of scattered. Yeah. And then at some point the police were like, cabs are over here, but the line was so long and there were no cabs. And eventually mm-hmm. the cabs showed up and the guy's like, let's go, let's go. Like at 2 a.m. they started <laughs> rolling in. I was just like, if you're a cab company, how would you not have your entire fleet here? Right. And this is before Uber yeah. and like Lyft and stuff like that. Another one that really sticks out is going to be 34 in New Orleans. That was just an awesome time. Um, just, me and my buddy Tony one, he's not a wrestling fan. And then we met up with the fully posable guys for the first time. Met a bunch of people there. I got super drunk early night on Bourbon Street. Uh-huh. Uh, WrestleMania 30 again in New Orleans was clo- was that. And also WrestleMania 24 in Orlando was so much fun because mm-hmm. that was when I met Pete Gas randomly. <laughs> uh, and then he was he threatened to call Shane McMahon on us. And 
and then there was I don't know. It's just it's tough to say, but I'd say my number one. If I'm going to pick, uh, my I'm going to stick with 28 just okay. because the event was so great and the trip was so great. But those New Orleans trips are right up there for sure yeah. for me. All right, that sounds fun. Yeah, they're they're good times. You should go to WrestleMania sometime. Okay, Maybe. we'll see. Uh, here's one. What is your favorite wrestling memory of all time? That could be. Um, sitting crisscross applesauce in front of the TV. That could be getting a toy for Christmas. That could be Yeah, I, I've got two, and I don't know why the one sticks out. I think it was 2014 or 2015, whatever year. Yeah, probably 2014. It was a Raw, and Daniel Bryan was part of the Wyatt family. Yes. Like, I don't know why that just sticks out to me and, and why it. Is that the one where he was in the cage match? Yeah, against I, the Usos. And he turned on yeah. Bray Wyatt, and the crowd was just going yeah, ape just, shit. Yeah, right. Like more recently, I guess that would be. I don't know why it just goes right back to that one because yeah. I just love the emotion and just everything about that story. Yeah. Um, when I was younger, I, I would say getting the Hasbro figures that I picked out at the grocery store for mm-hmm. my mom to get for Christmas, but I had to wait, mm-hmm. so I knew what box they were in, and mm-hmm. I just like couldn't wait. So I remember, I just remember like. The scene, like if I close my eyes, I just imagine like how little I was and, and yeah. how much light was coming in through the window and the snow and the tree and all that kind of stuff and just opening them up and just like being like, I was still surprised because I was just so happy. Do you remember which <laughs> ones they were? I, I remember getting um, the Demolition, Axe, Smash, mm-hmm. um, Akeem, yeah. Hogan, Warrior, Jake, Rude. I mean, I had a bunch of them. You probably ripped these open, started playing with them Of that course morning. I did, yeah. And then I got the wrestling ring. I didn't know I had the wrestling ring. Oh, that was the surprise. Yeah. It was the ring. Oh, baby. What a, <laughs> Whoa, oh, baby. <laughs> what a surprise. Because <laughs> I figured I'd have the wrestlers and I would just like, you know, play pretend like in a ring, like a pretend ring. And yeah. I don't know. Then Did that, you open the ring last after the figures or was it just well, like. Well, that was one that was, I don't know, like the like the Christmas story where they have the Red Rider kind of yeah. hiding. Like that was the kind of deal that night. Like the ring was hiding. Uh-huh. And so my mom's like, oh, here's another one. Or my dad said it. I don't remember. But. I just remember opening it. And you're like, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it was. That's amazing. That's uh, because you, you oh, there's forest moving. And we got a little static behind us. Hopefully she doesn't, yeah. we don't get shocked. Or that. Uh, yeah, the, the stone turns on. Again. on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's an awesome one. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. What do you got for me? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Besides what's coughing. The, what's the, the most microphone. ridiculous piece of wrestling merch you've purchased? ridiculous yeah like even you can admit it's ridiculous everything in here is ridiculous let's look around (laughs) (laughs) i mean i would so is it um does this count these vhs shelves that i bought (laughs) sure they count okay that's probably the most ridiculous thing i have only because of what it took to get them. These mm-hmm. were up in Michigan in like the middle of nowhere, these video store shelves that I bought for two reasons. I bought because I wanted the video store feel, but I, I wanted to display my wrestling tapes. As you can see, it's not all wrestling tapes. It's regular tapes and DVDs and sure. Blu-rays and stuff. But I wanted the video store feel in here. And this was some guy I found on Facebook that had them like in like three hours away Michigan. And these uh-huh. things are heavy. These things are about 200 pounds each. And uh, I guy I work with like does driving on the side he's like yeah I'll pick him up for you <laughs> and like he drove up there I paid him to go get him and yeah, yeah that's probably the most ridiculous thing I own is so how much were they if, if you got them yourself like just say around the block 20 bucks each I paid 20 bucks for both of them oh wow that's a good yes, deal yes but then I paid a little bit more to get the basically yeah. shipped here so right. yeah that's it as far as actual wrestling stuff I like everything I have yeah um, so I don't think it's too ridiculous I do have uh, let's see I have three championship belts, which is too many. I've got the IC title, the winged eagle, and the Attitude Era belt. The Attitude Era belt special to me because my wife bought it for me. Yeah. I like that a lot. The winged eagle was WWE shop had a screw up on their pricing, so it was uh-huh. like one seventy nine ninety nine for oh. like, so I I picked that up. And then the yellow IC title I traded someone on Facebook for. Uh, I found a Pete Dunn figure at Target, and this was at the time like he was impossible to find. Yeah. So he traded me that belt Holy for it. Holy crap! Yeah. Um, I do. I mean, own, so it's like twenty bucks you I, paid for that. Pretty much. I do own Hogan's Knows Best um, <laughs> DVD set. <laughs> other, uh, other than that, I think we're all good. Yeah. Good stuff. I. I mean, I guess someone would. Some might say that the uh, 
Best of Halloween Havoc VHS signed by the Dungeon of Doom and Eric Bischoff was ridiculous, but <laughs> not me. I love that one. It's a good story behind it, too. It is. You got to meet the Zodiac with his Michaels mask. Yeah, it was. I did. I was a big fan. Or his DIY mask. Yeah, he, with Sharpies he made that Nate Ring Skirts loves it more than anything in the world. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, we're going to fire through a few more of these. What is your most embarrassing wrestling moment in your life? We talked about mine a few weeks ago where I yeah. like, did the... Sugar Pie Honey Pun song to Miss Elizabeth Macho Man, but <laughs> what is yours? Um, I don't really, I don't really get that embarrassed right, from but, things. No, but I mean, but over, I, over time. I remember, I used, I think I've even told you, and you've made fun of me. I had this Mister Ass shirt that had like the lips on the yes. front. It just said Mister Ass, right? <laughs> so on the back, uh, it had something like four words: "Check out my ass" or something like that, uh-huh. and. I was kind of a stoner, I guess, so I, w- I would wear a flannel. So anything that was on the back, I really forgot about because yeah. I would have the flannel on and then all the stuff in the front. <laughs> so in in my school, there were like two cliques of stoners. There was like the dickhead stoners I wasn't really friends with, and they were all friends with each other. Yeah. And then there was like the cool, goofy stoners, which was like me and my buddies. So me and my buddies, like, they all understood I liked wrestling. Some of them liked wrestling, and then the ones that didn't, you know, were fine with it. Like, they didn't say anything about it. So I remember it was really warm. It might have been, like, a science or math class, and I took it off, and this guy, like, like diagonal to my left, uh-huh. when I took my flannel off, he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> he's like, check it. And I was overweight, too, and he's like, check out my ass. He's like, what, you think you're hot? <laughs> and I'm like, no. I'm like, it's a, it's a wrestling shirt. He's like, you think you're hot, don't you? So he's like picking on me about it. And I just, I was embarrassed because there were like girls and other other guys there that, you know, I don't know. I didn't really know them, but I didn't want to look like a dickhead in front of them. This guy thinks he's hot over here. He probably threw in like some fat comment and I had a mullet and (laughs) I just felt more embarrassed than anything. It's okay. It's a good story in retrospect. I like it. It is. But I would, (laughs) after that, I I strictly just wore that around the house. (laughs) Like I didn't leave the house in it. What do you got for me? Because that guy shamed me into thinking. Right, what's your, what's your next hot. question for me? Um. All right. Let's try this one. I used to do this at work with people, not people that work, but guy friends, and I would talk about women yeah. that work there. All right. So this, it was a different thing. It was F, Mary, kill, but I'm just going to do kiss, Mary, reject. Okay. So you got your kiss one, marry one, and reject one. Okay. So Peyton Royce, Miss Elizabeth, and I think your favorite, Becky Lynch. Oh, man. So this is tough because, I mean, initially it's like you got to marry Liz. Right. But she had a bit of a problem. (laughs) (laughs) But we're not going to do that. We're talking like kayfabe. But at the same time, too, like if you want to, if you're like your big crush, you want to kiss her when you're a kid. You kiss Miss Elizabeth. And Peyton Royce, I think, is gorgeous and she's hilarious. Um, I got to reject one of them. Yeah. I was gonna throw in like a for sure reject, but I'm like I don't I don't want to I don't want to do that. I, I'm sorry, Peyton Royce. I'm gonna reject. Peyton oh Royce. no! Stop! <laughs> but that's just because I don't. The other two are just uh. And then I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry Becky. Oh, and I'm gonna okay. kiss Liz because I right. think Becky seems like a more casual fun time. All okay, right. there we go. That was tough. Sorry, okay. that, that was tough. That was very tough. I was hoping for a fourth option. I would have put Sonny in there, but I don't know what the fourth would have been. Okay. If you could relive one year in wrestling. I just ignored that Sonny comment. If you could relive <laughs> one year in wrestling, meaning what would it be? You, not necessarily one you did you through, but if you want to go to like 79 or 84 or something, like what's one year you wish you could relive in the time? I remember last week you talked about you wish you were watching at the time for WrestleMania 6 and 90. Yeah. So what's one year? Mm. You wish you can go back, and you, you could relive. I think one, I, I like, think I would pick a year that I experienced. Okay, because of just all the emotion and everything that came from that year. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, it's tough. Mm, 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 mm. It is tough. Do you you want to think about it? I can come up. I can talk. I'll say ninety eight. Okay, because I, I went to a couple Nitro shows. Like that was really fun. NWO was super fun. Attitude Era was fun. Just like flipping back and forth. Like that's when I started doing the most back and forth flipping and recording one show and watching the other and probably 98. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think <clears throat> I, I'm then this is my question, but I think I would just pick 87 because that's kind of like Hulkamania is on the rise, mm-hmm. you know, Saturday night's main event starting 
it's just like a happening time, as Grillo Monsoon would say. Being okay. there, I, I potentially could <laughs> have been, could have convinced my family to drive up to Michigan for WrestleMania three. That would yeah. have been a happening, and so yeah, I'd say. And you want to go bananas, and I want to see something I haven't experienced before, so I'm using that. So, what do you got? Okay. What's your next question for me? Your <clears throat> besides, you got to stop coughing. I, I know it drives it's, it drives me nuts. I stop. know it does. Go ahead. What? I'm sorry. Uh, oh, now you've now you forgot your favorite wrestler cameo in a television series. In a television series, yeah, um, that's tough. So because, it could be Thunder in Paradise if you wanted it to be, because it's not really a cameo, but that's tough because, uh, like, I remember Baywatch, like them advertising Hulk being on it, so like I was anticipating that, but I also loved being like, oh my god, wrestlers on a show, like recognizing it. Mm-hmm. I'd say I loved when The Undertaker appeared in Suburban Commando because I didn't know he was going to be in it. Uh And that's a movie, so it doesn't really count. Yeah. But I'm going to go with Vader in Boy Meets World. Okay. Just because they, the story was revolved around the wrestling match and like they were at a live event and like they had the merch, like Corey and Sean had the Vader masks and the t-shirts and all that stuff. So I'm going to go with Vader. Probably one of my favorites. Yeah. I'm going to go with Vader in Boy Meets World. Okay. Next question up for you. What is your all-time favorite wrestling toy or action figure? So it could be a toy, it could be like a bop bag, or it could be an action figure, a specific figure. What is your all-time favorite? Mm. You, you, I think I'm going to... I'm just going to throw this out there. Okay. CM Punk. Mattel figure? He said a lot. Which one are you talking well, it's kind of a, 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 a mashup. There was the one where he had the red and black tights with the star Chicago stars, mm-hmm. but there was a head. I don't remember if it was off of a basic or whatever, but I didn't like the head that came on the one, the elite figure. So I bought another one and I probably did like a, I don't remember what I did. I remember I took the head off of it because it, it just looked better to me. So to me, it's like my, I mean, it's not like a super custom thing. I just did a head swap, but probably that punk figure. Okay. The elite, but swapped. So yeah. Okay. I'll probably share because I, he's I, one of your favorite of all time, anyway. He so. is, yeah. Okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. What you got? And for it's me? unique. Yeah, can't can't buy him anywhere. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Unless you sell him, <laughs> right? What do you got for me? Um, if you had five custom arcade cabinets, which wrestling games would be on each? Could it be like a console game, or does it have to be an arcade? console game, arcade okay. game, whatever? WCW NW Revenge. From Nintendo 64 is definitely my number one okay. of all time. Uh, I'll go with WrestleFest. It's just a classic arcade mm-hmm. game. Uh, I would mod it a little bit to make it the controls a little smoother. So that's two. Three. I don't know how well this would work on an arcade, but I played the crap out of it. it was WWF Attitude for PlayStation 1. Okay. Um, again, modding the controllers. So that's three. Number four, I'd probably pick SmackDown vs. Raw 2006 for PS2 because the storyline more of that was awesome mm-hmm. and it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I love that one. And that's number so that's four. And one more, huh? Did I pick four? That was four, right? That was four. Yeah. So my last one, ooh. I want to say Royal Rumble for Sega Genesis mm-hmm. just because having the Rumble would be cool. Yeah. And I did play it a lot. Uh, I did too. So I will pick Royal Rumble for Sega Genesis, and I'll tell this story again. This was definitely a story I told, <laughs> an old story mm-hmm. um, from a long time ago. But if you're new to listen, I'm going to tell it again, or it's a great retelling. Back in the day, we were at Toys R Us, me and my friends, and like I was hanging out with kind of like a bad crowd. I later learned they were a bad crowd. Mm-hmm. They shoplifted, and like I didn't know they were shoplifters. So we were at Toys R Us, and they were stealing like video games or something. So I was going in, my friends would come with me in the bathroom. We go in the bathroom. And like he like tries to hand me a cartridge because he what they how they steal games they would pop open the case mm-hmm. and just take the cartridge out because yeah. they didn't have a sensor, so he tried to hand me Royal Rumble to like steal yeah and I was like I'm not stealing and like no 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 he's like no come on come on so like I freaked out and threw it in the toilet <laughs> I didn't play. in front of him yeah and so we left and as we're leaving and Did like call I, you a name and kick you out of their club and the, as we're le- and I think they, I think everyone that was stealing like ditched what they were going to steal as we were leaving like the toys they were with guy, a rat maybe <laughs> yeah, I was the rat he was going to snitch on everybody as we were leaving like we were outside like the toys were security like employee stops us because they they saw us doing whatever uh-huh. so they 
you're not as slick as you thought you were. Right. So they're like, okay, we know you stole something. And like, I knew I had jack crap on me. So I was like, nope, because like, my cave's in the toilet. So I was like, nope, nope, nope. So everyone dished their stuff. So the guy was so frustrated because he knew like we took something, but we must put it back. He's like, uh-huh. so don't ever come it's back here. It's in your here. butt. <laughs> so like, don't ever come back here again. And uh, so I just think that later that poor guy is just like, someone goes to the bathroom. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Fish it out, put yeah. it back in there. So yeah, that Royal Rumble would be that for that okay. reason. Okay. Just for that reason. No, it's a great game, too. It was a great game. It is a great game, too. It was. Okay. Still is. Now, this is an interesting question. You kind of, now, you kind of answered this already, but have you ever been embarrassed to be a wrestling fan? And what I mean by that is not something that happened to you with your, you know, with this guy's hot (laughs) t-shirt, but... Check out my ass. (laughs) But sometimes, like, when I'm at work or whatever, Mm -hmm. and, like, I'll talk about wrestling, someone knows I'm a wrestling fan, like, they have, like, a, a stigma image in their head. Sure. Which... Is true to a point if you go to a wrestling show, you know, yeah. like the neck beards is like to call. Some of that's true, but most guys are super cool wrestling fans. Yeah. Even like the quote unquote neck beards are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there ever a time when like you're like, I don't want to tell you all wrestling things. I don't want to like deal with you <laughs> like judging me right now. Are you old enough now where you don't care? But is there ever I'm a time? I'm old enough that I don't care, but it, it kind of hurt a little bit. So I told you I've been getting these WCW globes, right? Yeah. So they're used and paint worn and stuff like that. Some are a little grimy, so I, I just give them all a little fig bath, right? I yeah. <laughs> put some hot water and Sure. Some, you some, scrub uh, them down, yeah. Yeah, so I let them soak for a little bit. So my sister came over to visit, and she's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, well, you know, I got these uh, globe figures and it was in the process of me like scrubbing them with a toothbrush, like <laughs> with like a medium to soft toothbrush. Yeah. And she's just watching me. She's like, what are you doing? I said, well, I got to clean these up because they're used with her. She's like, you're such a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but, but I'm not uh-huh. like to me. She's like, you're 40 years old and you're playing and you're giving your toys a bath. <laughs> yeah, I, man, said, I, got yeah to. I guess. But you know I'm dirty. <laughs> right. I did it. I mean, they came out nice. Oh, I like it. That's awesome. What is my next question? Sorry for the swearing, but that's what she said. I know. I get it. Like, I, we swore a couple times in the show. You know, this is for the regular listeners. Right. This is not peaching. What is one wrestler that has passed on that you wish you got a chance to meet? Because the one that's still alive, you technically still could meet. Yeah. Who's someone that's passed? You're like, oh, wish I would have met that guy or girl. I would say, I mean, I mean, there was a there was a time where everybody was just dropping. Yeah, probably the boss man. Really, yeah. out of everybody. Yeah, boss man, Bobby Heenan, mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, but you got to pick one. Boss man. Really? How? Why the boss man? I don't know. I just liked his character. I liked his stuff in WCW too. His Big Bubba Rogers, and the Guardian, Ray Trailer. Like I liked him all. I just liked him. Okay, I think it's for me. It's tough. I, it'd be probably between Roddy Piper mm-hmm. and the Ultimate Warrior. So the Ultimate Warrior was actually at a local thing in Tinley Park here in like 2009 or 10. Yeah. And like, I was like, oh, I'm going to meet him. Then I read it was 75 bucks for an autograph and photo. I'm like, that's way too much money. <laughs> and Rhett's like, man, I could have met the Warrior. You could have. Oh, well, that's my one. I, I guess Macho Man is obviously the default for sure. Yeah. But in his older days, he didn't look like the Macho Man anymore. So yeah. I'm just like, it wouldn't have been the same type of thing. Yeah, I guess I'm thinking Boss Man from, you know, in the blue blue outfit, not the shield outfit yep so i got one for you okay can't wait to hear it what match would you suggest to someone who is new to wrestling okay so this is actually a show idea i have in the future so i'm gonna have someone come on who's never really watched wrestling before and have them watch and give me their reaction Mm -hmm. to stuff and i've always been thinking about like what should i show them should i show them a storyline and the one they've kind of defaulted to is the Shawn Michaels undertaker match wrestlemania 25 okay yeah the bret hart austin match wrestlemania 13 and Daniel Bryan's WrestleMania 30 story, basically. So his mm-hmm. match versus Triple H and the main event and the whole thing leading up to it. Yeah. So can I show them a build or just a single standalone match? I can only show them. Um, you can give them like a five-minute synopsis of so like basically what this is about. WWE shows, the little video packages. Yeah. If that's the case, I'd probably go Mania 25 just because as a standalone match, I think that's crazy mm-hmm. with Michaels and Taker. and But then again... The kickouts, I don't know, will be would would hold such a big like shock bill like they did for us, knowing the Undertaker tombstone. Like back then, Undertaker did the tombstone, crossed the arms, eyes rolled back. Like nobody kicked out of that, and yeah. Michaels kicked out. It, the place blew up, and uh, I'm gonna stick with that. 
Okay. But if I can show like a bill, like a few things, I would do the Daniel Bryan WrestleMania 30 story. Yeah, that's a really good one too. Just because like showing like how much he went through and like, it was just crazy. But then like, you got to go back to like the SummerSlam where he got screwed like yeah. the year before. Yeah. So I'll, I'll think about that and I want everyone else to, everyone, if you're listening, chime in on that. What's a match you would show somebody that you would want them to like represent wrestling to you? Yeah. I was actually watching their day, Omega Okada 3 from the G1 semifinals and that match i think out of the four matches they had that was like one of my favorite mm-hmm. like that match is awesome so that that'd be an option too for them as well a new japan omega okada match yeah there's I, as i you know thinking of these questions i'm thinking of what my answer would have been sure so i think mine would have been probably cm punk versus undertaker i think wrestlemania yeah. 29 because there's a little i think they did have a little video package like build up for that mm-hmm. and then the other one is just one of my favorite matches and i've done i've shown people like this matches the i think the money of the bank or whatever it was uh I should know this because it's one of my favorite matches. The CM Punk and John Cena. Yeah, it's Money in the Bank, 2011. Yeah. Yep. Just just the crowd and just how insane everything was. Is I, I like those two matches so much. One of my favorite parts of that CM Punk-Cena match was Punk's out there. Everyone's going nuts. And mm-hmm. Punk kind of sits in the ring. And then he everyone's like, okay, ready for Cena. Then Punk gets up again. He's like, no, here we go. And then gets the crowd back up again. Yeah. And that was awesome for sure. And he points out to Colt Cabana and mm-hmm. his half-sister or whatever she was yeah. just out to the crowd. What is, so this, have you ever stolen anything to get something wrestling related from like a trading card or cable or something out of your mom's purse or to buy something? Like, is that anything well, been I, stolen? Well, I tried to steal. Remember that Ultimate Warrior car freshener, <laughs> air freshener? Yes. You told that, <laughs> tell then, that story again for people who haven't heard it. So I was younger and I was with my dad. We, let's just say we were at uh, AutoZone or whatever. AutoZone. Yeah. So my dad's looking for his thing. He's looking for like an air filter. And I'm just like kind of wandering around. I, I come across these air fresheners. And there's they were like the old school ones. Like yeah. Probably from the early 90s. And there was like an Ultimate Warrior one and a Macho Man, Hulk Hogan. Um, Legion of Doom. Maybe something Legion of Doom. But anyways, I saw the Warrior one. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So I grabbed it, and I just had it in my hand for a while, and I'm walking around. And then I kind of stuff it in my pocket. You know, there's some people that say they put it in their pocket just to hold it, but I was really trying to steal it. So I put it in my pocket, and my, my dad comes down one aisle. He's like, hey, we're ready to go. So my dad's coming down one side of the aisle, and this guy who worked there came down the other side of the aisle. And the guy's like, hey, kid you know, what's in your pocket. My dad, you know, he's, he's his son getting accused of something. So his, my dad kind of stepped in and, and kind of started giving this worker a hard time. And the, and the worker's just like trying to convince my dad that I took something. Yeah. So in the process of them kind of like talking to each other, I I found like the half a second to just like <laughs> grab it and like stuff it in between like two things that are on the shelf. Uh-huh. And neither one of them saw me do it. If my dad saw me do it, he didn't say anything, but I know for sure the guy's back was to me. So he didn't see me do it. Yeah. So then I was like clear conscious. I'm like, yeah, check me. I don't have anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, just like you were leaving Toys R Us. Yeah. So that was that one. But I mean, if you're going to say like stealing something, like I've done box swaps, like like recently with the Sasha Banks, uh-huh. like the one that has the, to me has the better um, um, body, but I like the face on the original one with the black and orange okay. outfit. Like I've done the head swap onto like a better figure and I return. (laughs) So I I just returned the head swapped orange suit for the one with the the purple black suit. (laughs) You jerk. You know what though? That's stealing. It is. I mean, it's not like I put uh, a Remco in there. (laughs) It was all beat up with a missing arm. (laughs) I can't believe those make it back to the shelves. Me neither. I think I shared a picture with you. I was at the uh, Country Club Hills one Uh and somebody had, it was probably a guy with like tag titles and they were like paper titles. Yeah. (laughs) Like, how do these get back in there? Yeah. All right. What's your question for me? We each got, I think, two more. Um, okay. So I was thinking about this with um, the Sky Dome. Like, Hulk Hogan was in two of those matches, and yep. he lost both of them. So knowing you as a Hulkamaniac, which was more devastating, the Sky Dome Rock versus Hogan, WrestleMania 18, or Warrior versus Hogan, WrestleMania 6? So I wasn't watching live at the time with Hogan and warrior. And I mm-hmm. was somewhat watching. So Hogan rock was when I started to fall out of wrestling, but I would watch, I still wanted to see that WrestleMania. So I watched it. Did we go to Dooley's house for that one? That one or 17. It might've been 18. It might've been both to be honest. Okay. So I definitely was probably more affected 
and mad that Warrior beat Hogan. Because mm-hmm. even though I knew like Warrior was champion, I didn't put it together at the time that he beat Hogan. So I was like, when Hogan lost, I wasn't like crying mad, but I was like pretty like, this is bogus. Like I think I used to like <laughs> rewind the tape. Like did Hogan kick out? Yeah. And like I think I tried justifying like he pinned him earlier, but the ref was knocked down and all this stuff. So there was definitely upset yeah, with he, that. He, he did. I was definitely upset with that. The Hogan Rock thing, I again wasn't invested in it mm-hmm. because I wasn't really watching. But as the match went on, just like everyone else, I'm like, Hogan's got to win this. Like, how does Hogan not win? And yeah. then The Rock won. So, but they were both devastating, but <laughs> I'll go with the uh, WrestleMania 6 for me. Okay. Okay. So here's one for you. What is one piece of advice you would give to a wrestling fan? Whether that be be nicer to each other, invest your money in this type of thing. Like, what's one piece of advice you could give to current wrestling fans? Not complain about stuff, all that. I think the advice, like, I would have. Like if a kid's starting to watch wrestling now, it's like twelve years old. Like, what are you going to tell him? Yeah, or even adults too. That's fine. I get I get lost in the story. I mean, if you have a passion for it, you have a passion for it, and sure. you, and you enjoy it. But I think once you start talking to other people, and then you go to the dirt sheets, and you go to the comments, and all yeah. that kind of stuff, you kind of get, yeah, that does suck. Or you start, right. you start to get on in favoring those responses. But I think if you don't listen to that, and you just enjoy what you enjoy. Like I've started to get away from reading spoilers or, you know, what might happen or what, you know, this guy says about this and what, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I just like to see just with my own eyes and no influences and no, this is maybe going to happen. Like I just kind of like doing that in my own head. It's hard to do though. Cause there, I mean, I'm I th- on the internet all the time and yeah, I think that we as <clears throat> wrestling fans and maybe fans of everything, we we when something starts like here's the start of raw here's the start of mm-hmm. NXT or AEW we we go into critique mode instead of fan mode type of thing yeah so i've been trying to start watching wrestling and it's been a pretty enjoyable experience for me to do honestly i've been actually enjoying raw lately because of it is i'm going to watch this as a fan not worry about critiquing anything and mm-hmm. the stuff i don't like i'll just fast forward but yeah yeah i do the same thing watch as a fan because you know, so. I, I would read like, oh, ratings are down for this and it's mm-hmm. terrible, blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, Raws are pretty good for what they are. There's some matches that are like kind of repetitive, like yeah. the whole Bobby Lashley and Rusev thing. Like, I don't really want to see that anymore. Mm-hmm. But they got to fill time, I understand that, because sponsors, whatever, whatever. So there's just some things I, I fast forward to. But, I don't know, anything from like the Aleister Black and the um, the Eric Rowan match I thought was okay. Yeah. And then, you know, I do critique some things, like people are a little sloppy or they mm-hmm. didn't do this right. And I think it just comes with the knowledge of matches and how yeah. they're supposed to how you've seen the same move a hundred times and this didn't look the same because you're like oh they messed up <laughs> that's i like that a lot the just watching just try not to worry about what other people say to mm-hmm. influence what you think of something because right. it's true like they'll be, I'm like i'm guilty there'll be something like a segment or a match but i like that a lot yeah and also like everyone's like that was so bad i'm like yeah maybe it was bad maybe uh-huh. i am wrong everyone says it's bad so <laughs> PPW podcast, the positively processing podcast. We try to keep it positive here. Yep, try. We appreciate to. everybody on that. So, what's my question? Is this my last one, or do I have two more? Uh, you have two more. Okay, let's go. All right, which wrestler do you wish was still alive to wrestle, teach, or manage the current talent? Not in their heyday, but you know, still Just alive like today. Like they would go work at the performance center, yeah. work with AEW, kind of mm-hmm. like Arn Anderson is, or whoever is, or Shawn yeah. Michaels is. I'd say Roddy Piper. Going back to someone I wanted to meet would be great just because he, well, as he got older, I felt like he would break things down slowly. I've been rewatching Legends House again because I'm great. Mm-hmm. I love that show yeah. so much. And like the way he talks and breaks stuff down, I think Roddy Piper would be able to teach them how to like be a bad guy, but really be a bad guy, make people hate you. But he was also such a great baby face too. So he I was. think he'd give a lot. And he wasn't necessarily the best technical wrestler, doing fine moves. He was a brawler. I agree. But he just could make you care about everything he did. Yeah. So I think he could like, I could picture him, you know, sitting down in a flat cap with his art legs crossed <laughs> at, at a director's chair, pointing people out saying, Oh, you know, we got to do this and that. And yeah. And talking slowly. So Roddy Piper's my pick. Yeah. I, I can see him diving into just, just the, the art of yeah. wrestling and, and how you paste your wording and select your wording, just everything like that, that, you know, that's probably going on right now through somebody else. But, yeah, Roddy would be a good good guy to do that with. Here's your last question. What is your favorite part 
of the PPW podcast. <laughs> and your least favorite fart. Fart. <laughs> least my, favorite part of this, doing this show and having a sh- podcast. Well, my favorite part is being here. And with me. With you. <laughs> you know, even if you got to, you know, restart the yeah. the computer or the static or anything like that. Like, that's my favorite part of it. My least favorite part is when you say, I want to do a show tomorrow. And I'm like, well... <laughs> I don't know if I have time to watch anything right yeah. now. And just the prep work. Yeah. Or just, lack just, just the idea of what is he, what are we going to do and how much time do I have to do it? Yeah. Cause I mean, sometimes, I mean, I know you don't think I do a lot, but I mean, there's just some things I'm trying to fit it, fit like a three hour show <laughs> I into. I don't think you do a lot. I, I know you don't think that. Yes, I do. No, well, anyway, <laughs> I just get the impression that you don't think that I, you think I have all the time in the world. No, to, like, do I don't something. think you're sitting on twiddling your thumb. You basically take care of your parents. You have a girlfriend. You've got now two puppies. Yeah. You go to the gym sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> got a job interview and we're going to wrap up here in a few minutes you right. can get to it. So, um. Okay. I Somet- do- sometimes I get I say okay, but then I just kind of read like a summary of someone else's opinions yeah. about it, and it kind of if I've seen the the yeah. thing that I kind of oh yeah I remember that I remember you that, gotta remember kinda, that. you kind of I go through it I will so here's the deal yeah I I will try I try to do better at it but sometimes it's like okay we have a show in a week and a half we have to have a show I want to do a show mm-hmm. like today and like I'm sure when you said I texted you yesterday I'm like do you want to do a show tomorrow you're probably like oh what the hell <laughs> I'm like what is it about I'm like maybe <laughs> and then I told you that's why I said I gave you this this is no yeah. you don't need research or prep work right, you right. just do it so no stuff like this I, I love like okay. when we used to do like the top 10 yeah you know uh, theme songs or whatever I'm like okay that's fine you know okay. but to sit down and watch like a three to five hour yeah pay-per-view I'm like I don't know if I have that kind of time right now to do that and plus, we uh, I think we do a fun job of putting a spin on it like the other shows might not do. Like, I'll be the first to admit, like, we're not the best at breaking down matches and moves and, like, story. We just talk about here was the show and here's how we felt about it now and here's how we feel about then. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's a side story of Eric crushing a kid's head <laughs> at recess, which, yeah. by the way, I listened to it again. Still your favorite? Hands down. Okay. And I, I I don't know why I pulled it up. I think, like, was showing it to Lauren. I'm like, have you ever heard this story? <laughs> And, like, I love how when you were telling this story. By the way, guys, if you want to listen to this story of Eric crushing a kid's head, our SummerSlam 92 show, go back and listen to it at the 30-minute mark. Um, when you're telling this story, I was laughing more and more. Yeah. As, and then I, me laughing made you start to laugh. Right. And then, like, oh, I was just dying, dying. That was a good show. Yes. So th- that was your last question. I'm glad you enjoyed doing this, and it's a lot of fun. I do. And I'm glad that people listen to us that makes it more fun too mm-hmm. like you said a couple of weeks ago like you'll see on twitter someone will screenshot like their car or their phone You're like oh man that's pretty cool yeah well i have two for you okay two this yeah because I, I think you went back to back on on me once okay earlier okay so i don't know how good these are i should have ended on a good one like the kiss mary reject <laughs> <laughs> so if mick foley could only portray one character essentially who would be your favorite and who would you pick you got mick foley GM or just a regular Mick Foley, mm-hmm. Mankind, Cactus Jack, or Dude Love? I would pick Mankind, but in like 98, 99 Mankind, when he was wearing like the shirt and tie, okay. like tattered one. Yeah. Because he was, and like he was trying to be friends with The Rock. <laughs> that was pretty great. I also okay. loved Cactus Jack, but I, I, I love WCW Cactus Me Jack. Me too. So, but I would pick Mankind. Okay. That's so good. Go. Yeah, I would do Cactus Jack. And last one. Let's end in a real banger here. Oh, no. What's your favorite color? <laughs> what is your favorite wrestling figures? My favorite one? One or two. They could be the Pops. They could be the Hasbros. They could be Mattels, Jacks, whatever. It's probably Macho Man Defining Moments, WrestleMania 7. Okay. Uh, the close second being Hasbro, Hulk a Hug, Hulk Hogan. That Hogan Hulk, Hulk a hug. The one where he's doing the bear hug. Oh, okay. <laughs> the the that one gets a lot of crap, but you can do a body slam with that. You can belly to belly. Belly to belly. You can do like a crush head crusher. Mm-hmm. That, and I that was the one I had growing up, so that was the one that was one of my favorite ones. But those two are top. There's so many great ones as far as action figures from all sorts of lines. It's tough yeah. to pick just one. But that Macho Man WrestleMania seven one and that Warrior WrestleMania seven one great i wish the warriors wrestlemania 7 one had a more like emoting face mm-hmm. it's a great scan and great paint job but just his face is kind of like dull like he's not really doing anything but i did i'm yeah. a big fan of both of those okay so 
that's uh, not a great way to end it, but we will. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So thank you F for those. F. Mary Kill. F. Mary Kill. <laughs> podcast F. Mary Kill. Uh, thanks. Speaking of podcast and figures, thank you to our podcast buddies, the Fully Posable Podcast. Make sure to follow them at Fully Posable. They just released a show. And also, if you're going to be in Tampa, definitely go to their Fig Life meetup. It's going to take place on Friday from 4 to 6 over at the at the Stadium Wing House or something like that in Tampa. Look up on Twitter. They have the place for it. I'll be there. Say hello to everybody. Follow them at Fully Posable. Uh, our friends, longtime friends of the Ringside Podcast, uh, Daniel Spencer hosted over there, does a great job with that. Does a lot of Ohio Valley wrestling stuff, which is cool, different perspective. Uh, also, our friends at the Doing the Favor Podcast, Eric and Barry, uh, and they're a part of the Ohio Players and the hashtag legwork. I don't know if you've seen the legwork hashtag, yeah. which is kind of cool. That's kind of gotten over I'm, on I'm Twitter. Trying to, I'm trying to bring back, or, or not bring back, I'm just trying to start a finger work. What is that? eBay. Mercari. <laughs> well, Facebook Marketplace. Uh, finger Do some finger work. I would try a different hashtag. That, you're going to come up with some different stuff if you Google finger work or hashtag finger work. <laughs> so, again, they're doing the favor, friends. Uh, the Breaker and Bane Power Hour found those guys as well. They also have a show, Back to Nintendo, which I'm a big fan of. The Breaker and Bane Power Hour, is uh, they do a show every week where... They talk about wrestling. They talk about BSing for the first few minutes, which is my favorite part of their show. They do. And our friends at the Our Vantage Point podcast, they do one of the best, most underrated shows out there for the production value that's out there and the production value they do with the sound clips. Great retro wrestling. Big fan of them. So follow them as well and listen to them. Support each other. It's super cool with all of our podcast friends that support each other. That's how we got more listeners, how they get more listeners. It's a great little fun community we have here. So I know you got to go. So we'll wrap up. This was better than I thought it would be. Oh, it was way better. It was good. Did, were you were you sketch, were you a little sketch about this? You're like maybe. It's uh, well, I wasn't sure because I I think you've stumped me with questions like in previous shows. And I'm like, um, yes. And you're like, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny you say that because I'm not. I'm never worried doing a show with you or anybody because I I can talk. I can always talk and fill time, which yeah. I think makes you more relaxed because you know now you don't have to need a million notes. My work. Uh, we did a podcast about it with my coworkers about a movie and the one guy whose idea it was, was like, well, I'll be the host. I said, okay. Like kind of like knowing, like you've never done one before. It's harder than it looks. Yeah. I basically kind of took it over and <laughs> uh, afterwards everyone's like, wow, thank you. Because we were just stumbling. I'm like, no, just, just got to talk. So people starting to think, starting about, starting about, I'm talking about how great I am at talking. I can't talk. <laughs> people thinking about starting a podcast, do it. Don't be afraid. You're going to suck at first. I'm afraid to go back and listen to our first few episodes. I'm sure they're terrible. I don't think they're terrible. They might be. I think the first like intro of you is going, America, like coughing. <laughs> no, like, I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> we'll delete it. We'll redo it. <laughs> no, no edits. Like George Lucas going back and changing Star Wars. Yeah. So anyway, if you're thinking about a show, go ahead and start one no matter what it is. It could be like called like <laughs> Ninja Turtle Wrestling Power Buddies or whatever you want to call it. Go back and start a podcast. It is great to do and fun to do. So, mm -hmm. Eric, thanks for coming over. Good luck in your little interview you got to do and going to Michael's, buying some shadow boxes, shadow boxes and getting dressed for your interview. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Eric, thanks for coming by. Got it. Cool. See you next week.